I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast, It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality, so naturally, I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. I've never just gone right into it like this before. I'm like, YOLO, y'all. <laughs> Only with Miss Emma Teixeira, <laughs> our guest. Ajadog and Emma. Ajadog and Emma! Welcome back to It's Too Wonderful. I'm so glad you're listening. And today is really special. I'm just, I'm so happy right now because I have one of my all-time favorite humans. I feel, I say that every week and truly everyone I have on this podcast, like I just love to the ends of the earth. Emma has been kind of walking with me in this little journey for a while now um just helping me process everything <laughs> are you crying almost <laughs> shedding a little bit of a tear just shedding a little bit anyways emma has her own podcast it's called the hod pod it's yes. legit folks um and so we've just been walking in this little podcast journey together and it's been really sweet because i don't know i just find a lot of encouragement from you and like making a podcast is so so fun but there's there's some things that come with it there's some, some hoops to jump there's through. some hoops <laughs> um yeah and like god just gave me a little little sister in christ to walk through it with and yeah. that's emma so say hey girl hi audrey <laughs> <laughs> hi it's too wonderful thank you for having me audrey I'm how so does it feel to be a guest i've never been a guest actually before so i was thinking about that i'm like i'm kind of terrified what are you gonna ask me um you know what i well i do know the first question i'm gonna ask you oh, okay yeah oh oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, okay what's something you're looking forward to about today mm. Such a good question. I'm actually taking a ballet class today. Oh, um, at Millennium Dance. <gasps> using oh. my little point shoes. So I'm excited to. Do oh that my gosh! Tonight. Yeah, you started point, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm like trying new things. It's fun. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Emma is a musical theater major mm -hmm. at Belmont. Okay. Just give yes. a little context. Who are you? Hi, I'm Emma. <laughs> Um, my name is Emma Teixeira. Um, I am a musical theater senior at Belmont University. Um, just spent the semester in New York City in Nashville currently trying to figure out how to go through life. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I have a podcast. I just <laughs> follow Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> just taking every single day one step taking at a time. Every, and today she's doing ballet. Yeah. I will say, so yeah, Emma has been doing musical theater and, um, you know, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, musical theater is acting, singing, and dancing. Ooh, a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things. And you are just so talented, like, first of all. But when Emma went away to New York, something happened, and <laughs> the dancer in her just emerged. She did come out. She did come out, and now Miss Girl is, like, on the point shoes, and I'm just like... <laughs> well, 15 hours a week. Or, yeah, I think it was 15 hours a week that I was dancing in New York, so I think yeah. that's why it's been so... Dancing was your life, like, hopping crazy. on the subway. So I went to visit Emma <gasps> oh, in February, I and that was that such time. a good weekend. Like, I could cry thinking about that time, actually. <laughs> we just, I, I got there and I was like, I need to have quiet time. I need to have quiet time. <laughs> and so we tried to go in this little breakfast shop and then it like didn't really work. It was cute, but it just wasn't. New York, it's like you can never find the right place. You can't. Well, no, but except we did. Oh, except we did. We did. We did. Because we went to coffee and then I really wanted to go to the med because, you know, I'm artsy. You <laughs> wanted to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went to the med and you've been there before, right? you would like yeah, just yeah, been yeah, there yeah. and so and we were literally carrying our, like only us would carry our like five pound <laughs> bibles with us through the streets of new york city like on our shoulders or here's a little light in the run anyways um they're weighty they're weighty and i just wanted to 
take my time like soaking in I'm a person when I'm in a museum I just like to very much absorb the paintings and just kind of be alone it's like introvert time and I'm also needed that so I was like Emma why don't you sit on this bench <laughs> have your quiet time and I'll go explore the museum four hours later we find <laughs> each other I'm like and I'm rejuvenated <laughs> I don't think it was four hours but it, it was, was <laughs> yeah it was probably like an hour or two it was probably at least two. Yeah. yeah. And that, it was just like perfect because I was feeling so rejuvenated from just like I discovered so many little things in the art. Just like whenever I would mm-hmm. see a rainbow, it's like, oh, or I'd find a cross in a Aww. painting. And it was just like so special. And I felt so like mm-hmm. it was just me and God moment. Um, but fun fact, that's my favorite thing about Audrey Aikens is she sees what? the little things. Really? You always are just such a seeker of like the little things you always notice and the way you mm. see the world. You're like your childlike wonder is just so encouraging. I want to be like you when I grow up. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I try. I try. But, you know, whenever I, I do go through phases when everything's kind of just like I notice when I'm not like that. And that's when I know there's something off. Mm. Um, that's so interesting. So I feel like I'm walking through a cloud. Remember when I said that in Bible? She is I'm, always I'm, walking through clouds, y'all. You are a cloud. You just live in your own world. I am. Like, this is Audrey's world, and we're all just living in it. It's actually, it's Jesus's world. It's actually She's joining God. Jesus's world, and we're all just living it. So <laughs> speaking of Jesus, <laughs> I guess... The man of the hour. The man of the hour. Okay, so tell me a little bit about... So I know you started this podcast because you have this Instagram account. Yes. Called Heaven One Day. Yes. But I actually don't know this. Why and when did you start that Instagram account? Okay. So my senior year of high school, um, I ended up, there was some abuse that occurred in my church that I was going to. And so I actually, unfortunately, ended up leaving the church. And I started this Instagram account and I started a blog. It's called Heaven One Day. Um, And I just started encouraging during a really hard time in my life. I'd lost all my church community and yeah, I just, the Lord would just kind of put words on my heart and it kind of, I tell people like I, when the world was like falling, falling off when I hit the ground, like I, you know, met the true Jesus, like on the ground of like in all my pain. Um, and then through that he was ministering to me and then through that he gave me the ability to minister through others. So yeah, that's heaven one day. Just been encouraging through mm-hmm. the hard times. The idea is like uh, it's Revelation twenty one four, which is um, there will be a day where there will be no more tears, no more pain, mm-hmm. um, and just that idea. The specific w- way that it came about was I was um, at a Chick fil A with my mentor, like after Young Life, um, and yeah, I was just kind of like grieving um, just all the things that I was losing in my life, and I like turned to her and I was like. I just want to go to heaven. And um, she turned to me and she said, that's what my friends and I, um, we say, like, when life gets really hard, um, we say heaven one day. And so that's Mm. kind of where it came from. Dang. Just that longing for heaven. There's so much there. Okay. But I guess my first question is why, why an Instagram account? Oh, such a good question. Like you could have been like, I mean, I guess that's just an easy way for us because it's like right at our fingertips and there's a lot of people there. But I guess it could have been like, oh, I'm going to start a Bible study or I'm just going to start a blog page and I'm just going to write and then I'm going to send it to my friends. Yeah. But why an Instagram account? Well, a big part of my story, um, which didn't kind of become part of my story until after I started it. So I feel like that's kind of how the Lord works in my life is I start things and then he kind of shows me the patterns after. Um, Ooh, let's <laughs> we'll get back to that one. Yeah. I'm like taking notes. Um, but yeah, I so a big part of my faith walk um, because I was um, not a part of a church body my senior year of high school. Um, I turned to social media kind of in my um, pain to follow Jesus because I I never wanted to turn away from God. Um, in the time where I didn't like trust the church or trust the body of Christ and trust, you know, the believers that had hurt me. And so, um, I found fruit on, (laughs) from Instagram, like genuinely, like I, during COVID, I would listen to for the girl podcasts, which is, um, these lit girls, Mac and Ken's who actually started the, um, ministry delight Mm -hmm. at our school, which Mm -hmm. was crazy God thing. Like I would, 
my faith like became my own. And you own. didn't know that. No. Dude. And then I ended up leading at Belmont when I moved to Melbourne. So it's a crazy Whoa. story. Uh, literally talking about God working in patterns. Like he is so intentional in everything that he's ever done. Okay. Well, also, we'll get back to this. But also, I literally this morning I was listening to a podcast, um, Becoming Something by J.P. J. Yes. Pocluta. I yeah, yeah. don't know how to say his last name. But they were talking about guarding your heart and like mm. just the classic saying of like, oh, like what you take in is what's going to come out, whatever. And it, it can be like, okay, well, yeah, but like listening to this music doesn't really affect me or like watching this show. It's like, I can listen to this and then like not actually like do the things that it's talking about in the song or whatever you're doing. And he was arguing. I was like, no, actually like it really does because it says in the Bible that like the heart, Oh, what is it? It's like guard your heart above all else. Mm. Like, and if we're supposed to guard our heart more than we're supposed to guard, like, I don't know, what's something really important than that we guard? Like our data online, <laughs> like yeah, our yeah, social security number, yeah. whatever. If we're supposed to guard our heart even more than that, then like how careful should we be in what we let ourselves consume? Right. And I think it just goes to the power of that. Like it's not coincidence that you listened to the Mac and Ken's podcast and that you ended up leading the ministry that they started. And what's crazy too is like I was called to ministry like at their conferences. So like God's purpose and all of that is like, just like the story and my testimony in general is just like he uses every single thing. Uh, It's like the Joseph verse in Genesis where it's like everything you meant for evil for me, God turned for good. Mm -hmm. And just like in such intense pain in my life, how God used every single moment and every single heartbreak and used it for his glory and not only his glory, but to like mold and shape me into the image of his son. And like I would not be who I am today if like all those hard things didn't happen to me. So. He's good. He's faithful. He's good. Gonna, like follow him. Also, I sound follow like smoker. Him. I'm so sorry. Yeah, because I don't normally sound like because you're in the middle of Tech Week. Is yeah, it Tech Week? Yeah, yeah. For a Little Mermaid, I'm like come stream. <laughs> I'm coming. I want it. Really? Yeah, uh, Friday night. Um, yes. yes. Next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Okay, I need to get there. someone to come with me. But oh, everyone <laughs> hit the link right now. <laughs> you want to join? Should Audrey? I? Wait, no. It'll be coming out. No. The day this comes out, I'll be going to see the show. Okay, so so if, if you you're listening right now, text me. <laughs> Friday, um, July twenty first, ninth. I don't know. Anyways, okay, wait. I got us on a rabbit trail, talking about what you come out, what you consume is like, really affects the way you live your life. But when I interrupted you, you were talking about just like why you started the Instagram account and that mm-hmm. your faith really transformed during COVID when you were listening to Mac and Ken's podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So during that time, basically COVID happened and a lot of, I mean, the general story is like, I got my first lead like ever in musical theater. I like went to this competitive arts high school um, and you know, everyone lost so much in COVID, but that was like the big thing for me. And I just lost my church community. So it was like, literally like could not win you know what i i say like when one thing hard thing happens it's like a million thing happens like my dad my dad my uncle was diagnosed with cancer like it was just like a horrible year and in that then COVID happened so it was a horrible year for everyone um but like i would have my mornings free because i did online i did online school in the morning then i would go to my arts high school in the afternoon just for my senior year. And so I had all this free time now because of COVID. So what I would do is I would go out to my little backyard every morning and like sit with Jesus because no one mm. could go anywhere. Like we yeah. were just chilling in our houses and I was like, okay, time for routine. Cause mm. my life had been so busy for the past four years and still yeah. is today. Anyway. So I kind of got that peace in the craziness of what was going on and, yeah. you know, was really. had time to listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. go for walks, like mm-hmm. really just like a training ground for my faith is sometimes what I call it. So, yeah. So you started listening. And then is that what inspired you to start the Instagram account? So, the Instagram, okay, sorry, I'm not telling you the story very well. So, (laughs) I got you. It's kind of what I was saying. So, basically, the fall of my senior year, um, I left the church and I had been writing. Like, you can go back and look at my blog. It was like counting it all joy. It was kind of like, and I have this whole dichotomy in my story with God and also just in general of like, and I think we've talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, um, until you experience true sorrow, you can't experience true joy. Um, mm. or like just that when you see the depth of sorrow, um, mm. you can experience the depth of joy or like you can only experience, 
I feel like if you're imagining it on like a plane or whatever, like the depth of your joy, it's like however many. Mm. Na- okay. Say your joy is like, say your sorrow is like negative 100. Yes. So then yeah. once you experience that, you can experience 100 joy. But if your sorrow was negative 50, you right. can only experience 50 joy. Is kind of yes. that what you're saying? Yes, totally. And like even to kind of rabbit trail, but in a good way, like that's what Jesus says. He says like count all joy when you face trials. And he says for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So it was joy and yeah. sorrow and kind of just that complexity yeah. of like, and, and we live in an upside down kingdom and mm. the gospel of God, like it's like joy, uh, like sorrow you know, is upside down because, you know, Matthew 5 is like, count it, um, what did he say? Blessed are the poor in spirit. So mm-hmm. kind of like your sorrow, <laughs> I don't know if this is making sense, yeah. but like sorrow in the kingdom of God, God uses for his glory, his moral, moral yeah. of the story. And so I started writing in that time, mm. um, my fall, the fall of my senior year. And I, I don't, I, you say why I started Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go back and look at it, but I just kind of like, just really it's just really the call to encourage like mm. and, and that's like where this podcast has come from too of like I am so hurt I'm so broken and I'm so alone and like you know not like I'm always on my phone but like I'd rather use that for God's glory anyway and like when you mm. lose all your friends <laughs> I, I, I don't know like I struggle with loneliness a lot in my life and I, honestly like it's something I like plow with the enemy for because I know how horribly he uses social media for yeah his man gain. and so i'm just like on it like honestly and i you shouldn't talk to the devil but i'm mm. like i want to like take back the ground that the enemy has stolen in that area and so like mm. i just believe as a believer and like mm. have felt that over time kind of seeing that come to fruition of like no i should be encouraging in my pain because someone else is going through that too and i wish that i had someone there telling me you know the truth of god when I didn't, you know, yeah. when I couldn't see it. And when I also didn't have community, I yeah. think that's the key thing about it is mm. I didn't have community. So I was like, well, I'm just going to make my own. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's so true. And I've been talking about this with a lot of people lately of the power of social media and technology, because, you know, that's what my internship is this summer is yes. I'm working with this Christian nonprofit that is creating curriculum for students on how to, use social media well and like for you know it's like how do we represent god's light how how do we be a light in the digital world because there's so much darkness there and i think christians and and this is just like over his over time like whenever there's this new sort of technology as a generalization christians can tend to like back away and be scared of it because it's new and it seems like scary and so we just like don't go there but social media is not bad right and I think there's a difference between consuming and producing and I I think that's a balance because yes so often I can catch myself of like I'm just taking in and then I'm like taking and kind of what you're talking about like guarding your heart like it is so important to set up you know social media boundaries but at the same time like producing good content that's like glorifying to God is so important as well because people are listening and like, it's like, what are we talking about Mm. and how are we talking about it and how are we glorifying God? Yeah. And ultimately, like, I think I was talking about this on my podcast, like people are listening. Like we have, have, if Mm. you have a follower, like you have people listening to you and whether you know, whether they know it or not, like they are listening to you and Mm. you know what you, you surround yourself with and people are surrounding themselves with their phones. Mm. Unfortunately, unfortunately it's like, you know, a double sword, but Mm. like, you know, sharing the gospel of Jesus on Instagram and wherever, you know, your platform is like, I'm a firm believer that you just got to do it. Right. And it's like, it should not be taken lightly that we have like, so dramatic we have the world at our fingertips like this algorithm can access anyone that you can't directly access and you are all we are all given a platform for free to share that with so how are we using that exactly and i think that like as christians it would be a disgrace to kind of just have the platform and then like okay wait I have so many thoughts in my head right yeah, now. No, I know it's. Be- I think because it's such a passionate thing because, like, everyone around us is using it. Yeah, yeah, everyone around us is using it, and it's like, 
are we using it for the glory of God? And I like, I get the whole Christian influencer thing. Can there's so many ways that that can be like misconstrued or like not, you know, used to glorify yourself instead of God. And like, not to say that, you, you know, you have to be posting Bible verses every single day and you have to like get on your reels and like create a sermon. Like, that's not yeah. what I'm saying, but it's like, is your online presence glorifying to God God. and when somebody comes across your page do they say oh I think there might be something different about this person here because and that sounds like weird oh it's just Instagram our world is getting more and more technology focused and like it, it that that's where we're headed so like we just we need to be we need to be lights there and okay (laughs) before you go down that what you were saying before about being active on Mm -hmm. instagram yeah instead of passive Mm -hmm. is so true because the explore page (laughs) no like that's just it's it's it it sucks you in and it's like so tough to get there (laughs) because you just never stop scrolling and but when you're posting and when you're sharing who you are in your story and who god is that is like psychologically better for you. Mm-hmm. In my internship, I was doing this really? research. Yes, I was doing this research and wow. I just posted this the other day. Um, okay, so there's active engagement and passive engagement on social uh-huh. media. Yeah. And engaging actively on social media, so posting, liking, creating content can lead to decreased symptoms of anxiety. Wow. And depressed and depression and depressed moods. Whoa. Whereas passive consumption of social media increases yeah. anxiety and depressed yeah. moods. That's why boundaries with Instagram are so important. And that's why it's so hard and scary because you just, I mean, I'm taking the month off Instagram right now. Like yeah. it, you can just go downhill so fast. Right. And uh, it goes back to the loneliness conversation is like people are in their rooms alone, like scrolling and like that turns into a million different things. But like the truth of the gospel is that he is light and like wherever and wherever you are, he can, you know, the Holy Spirit can encounter you. And so it's so important that to like believe in the power of God that he can work through a phone. And I don't say that in like a little like, Oh yeah. Like Jesus is no, like the power of God. Like I'll just give this one example of my podcast. Um, there was like an encounter kind of section and I just felt like called to like, just start talking like to someone, um, and like for them to like get on their knees. And then that person like ended up messaging me and like saying like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how can we lead people to encounters through social media? And that doesn't have to be like everyone, you know, do this with Jesus and like all these things. But like as believers, like we're meant to create encounters for people to experience the presence of God. Right. Like that's Mm -hmm. just like our calling. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, like it can be, you know, through the arts, it can be through, you know, what you do with your Mm -hmm. media studies and like, all those things, but it's just like finding different creative ways to do that. And I don't know. I just feel like I should tell whoever's listening. Like if you are feeling that tug of like, I want to like start this thing on social media or do this thing, it's like, do it because no matter what you do, like the power of God and the image of God is in you. And so yes, there's this fear of like, Oh, maybe people will think I'm like this Christian or this. And I'm just a big hodgepodge of like, crap that because (laughs) like you're the image of God and whatever you say and do obviously like needs to be done unto the Bible and like we need to be like listening to this tool and like following scripture but like the image of God you know is reflected in you and people need to see that and so if you're like debating I'm like do it because this world's dark and it's only getting darker y'all like Mm. it's only getting worse like yeah and also like pray pray through that too because yeah if you if you are in your word and you are like all in with Jesus and you like believe that he is the son of God and that he has saved you from your sins and all of these things and you have a desire in your heart to like share that in the digital world yeah like why not and it's scary and it's hard and like even I mean we both have podcasts like it there's times when you're like facing all the doubts and like insecurities get ready for the warfare (laughs) (laughs) no but like surround yourself with community like keep it honestly like doing this podcast has pushed me further Mm. into the word 
closer to Jesus, closer with my community. And so like, why in the world would I not want to do that? One of my really good friends who was on this podcast, I don't think, I think she already talked about it. So I don't think she would mind me saying this, but Sadie Shermeyer, she says, she's like, I got saved through a YouTube video. See, I'm like, come on. Like she was sitting alone in her room, like mega, like heart, like you said, loneliness. Yeah just came across this youtube video right and was like i want to follow jesus right and, and oh wow <laughs> like i have chills yeah respectfully okay i this is what i was gonna say and i can't okay. remember it it's a calling i believe mm. firmly that it's a calling and i think that people have these specific gifts of creating and like audrey and i will say i say all the time we're the same person like <laughs> we desire the same things we have this creative like you know if you're called to it or not like you love to share your life you love to share this like and you love scripture and all these things and i don't know i'm not trying to tell anyone what their calling is like that's for you and the lord to go wrestle out by yourself but like i think that there are certain people that like the lord like desires to use you in that and i think sometimes there's a lot of fear because it's what what do other people think is the biggest fear because of course people are scrolling and looking at your life and that's a vulnerable place to be to share yeah and that's why boundaries are so important so like this week you said you're going off social media for a month month, yeah which is yes and amen i totally would love to do that (laughs) but this week i was like i'm turning it off so like i'll go like back and forth because Mm. it does become this place of consumption and then even the pressure to produce becomes really big yeah and that pressure is you know it's not you know right but it is rightfully there because it is like a lot of followers a lot of people seeing your life um but like protecting your peace going back to the guarding of your heart Mm. it's like if you're having this you know time with the lord and not to say every post can be prayed over and all these things like yes that would be beautiful if that's how you work with the lord but like sometimes I've even had to be like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to post today? Like, how can I glorify you today? Or like even just listening and discerning the spirit of like, okay, let me take a break because my, you know, emotional life is just crazy. And if I'm Mm. producing out of this weak place, like I won't be honoring to the Lord. So it's kind of a lot of a discernment game. And so don't do it if you're not ready for it, but I would say the biggest place to be ready to share in any part, it doesn't even have to be social media, just in Mm -hmm. any ministry or any calling that the Lord's calling you into. It's Mm -hmm. like retreat to the secret place to spend Mm -hmm. time with him because you're going to ultimately be more confident when you do start to Mm -hmm. share things and you do start to minister to other people because you've gotten that confidence in the secret place Mm -hmm. and you've sat with God and he's continually like told you your gifts and he's given you people. Like I think about Moses and like, how he's like, I'm so scared. And like, I don't want to go. And God's like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, you don't know me. Like, I, I can't talk. And God's like, no, do it. Like I'm calling you. And he's still like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then God's like, okay, I'll give you Aaron. Like Aaron will go with you. And then like he does it. And you know, God uses him through so much and like they get through the wilderness and all those things. But it's like, I don't know, God, God will nurture your calling if you like ask him to, and he's not going to call you into something um, if he's not preparing you for it. Yeah. And ditto to all of that. And also like uh, the last thing I would add, it's just like, take it seriously. Um, yeah. That's I, so good. I think sometimes we view social media as like, eh, <laughs> whatever, you know, yeah. just like post random cute things and it, yeah, whatever. It, it, sure. It is fun. But also, there, there, there's just so much going on there spiritually. Yeah. I feel like, and I, I don't want to like make it this big dramatic thing, but yeah, loneliness, lies, like they are fostering there, and they are encouraged there. Yeah, and we have the power to put light in these areas and like be a light in the digital world, and that is powerful. Yeah. And I think our culture even, I mean, there's this whole um, stereotype on influencers in general, which granted, because an, just an influencer, that's like just being an influencer, that's different than somebody who's trying to spread the light of Jesus and truth online. Yeah. And it's like, don't compare yourself to those people. Like, don't compare yourself to anyone and that's the hardest part about it. I mean, yeah. like I even compare myself to Emma and then I'm like, no, I can't. You you can't do that and everything in you wants to. Right. So just take it seriously. Like 
pray through it and believe that like you can make a difference online and here's the thing i'll say about that is like uh audrey and her podcasts are reaching different people than emma and my podcast and so it's so important to distinguish like when the enemy wants to come in and be like oh you're not good or that feel like this 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 it's like whoa 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 whoa. my calling's different than audrey's and like whoa 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 whoa." like we're on the same team like we want you know we want even just like the simple truth of the gospel of like the unity in the body of believers and fortunately and unfortunately that is through like the digital world and like we want believers to be unified and so like if audrey has a podcast i'm gonna be like yes and amen and Mm. if sheila and her friend want to start a yes and amen Mm. because it's like the more light that's out there like the more that people are gonna start you know becoming believers and like Mm. the stories of sadie Mm. are gonna keep happening and so Mm. why would i ever be like oh my gosh, like, both, like that's just strictly a tactic of the enemy mm. to get you off of your own mission. And, you know. Yeah. Think about every time you opened Instagram, if it was full of, like, light. I know. I know. I just want it so bad. Like. Because it's so, like, even to hit the point of, like, people are, like, I listened to something the other day of, like, the suicide rate is just, like, pummeling and it's due to social media and i wish i had the actual stats but it's just horrible to to know that like i mean even like okay this is so silly but like you know when you get on tiktok are you on tiktok i'm not on tiktok okay good don't be on it but i'm sure if someone's listening they know what i'm talking about you get to your view page at like a certain hour of the night and it's like okay well first of all you should watch the movie what's the movie social dilemma yes you should watch the social <laughs> dilemma and then you c- should pray afterwards and watch the war room because you should do both oh, <laughs> but just because good. like yes we need to know what you know our phones are designed you know instagram is designed to hook you in like that's literally proven like you have i don't know i call it my fbi agent but it's not really true well they the whole platform was created for you to spend more time on it that's yes. how they make money yes and so the social dilemma that movie kind of talks about that but I say all that to say that, like, on TikTok, it, they can, like, people say, like, oh, they can hear me and they understand when I'm, when I talk about something, oh, I see it on my For You page. And, you know, yes, that can be used to, like, pummel you down into a dark, like, deep place of, like, depression and, like, sadness. And you can just keep scrolling for, like, three hours. Like, I've done it before. Like, I'll say it. Like, mm. when it gets sad, it's, like, For You page scroll. And especially a lot of the time when I was in New York and I was mm. alone, like, that's what yeah. I would be doing. But I say all that to say it's like fighting that and being like, no, okay, yes, I did that last night. And like, oh, I feel so sad. Like I got caught in that whole trap of TikTok. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think margin is great and blah, blah, blah. We can talk about that more if you want to go to coffee with me. But more what I'm saying is like, what if someone was caught down the for you trap of TikTok and like they were seeing all these videos that are bringing them light and like all these things. And I, I feel like this sounds like a superficial conversation, but what audrey's saying of like the the spiritual world it's like it's just so true and if an algorithm can plan to give you sad things then it can also plan to give you hopeful things and if there are more yeah. hopeful things on the internet you know it's a little bit of a, a fight but yeah This kind of stems from that you told me that like just fear in general has been and you were saying earlier about how when we were first talking about like COVID listening to the Mac and Ken's podcast and then you tend to like do things and then you look back and see like how God uses that pattern. I feel like that's I mean I think we all see that in a way but like how is that fear right now like how are you wrestling like what is it a fear of and like what are you working through with god in that um okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i like never struggled with fear like really? not never but like i would say like that's not something i i mean i started instagram when i was a senior in high school like i never was afraid of like mm. and i do musical theater and actually someone spoke over me it was he wasn't a christian but like in my musical theater school um like my freshman year, he was like, you are so fearless. Like, mm. you know, and so I kind of always took on that identity of like, you know, and obviously like there's no fear in love, like Jesus, yeah. cast all fear. But like, I kind of have taken on this big hotshot energy of like, I've never been scared in my life. Like, huh. why would I be like, I can do anything. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Like the Lord is just, I guess, 
protected me from that until recently. Obviously, I talked about going to New York City and I found myself alone a lot of the time. Um, and I found myself in a lot of hard, um, you know, just personal life circumstances. And so coming out of New York, um, I moved to Nashville and I was moving home, you know, a lot of New York, the reason it was hard was because I was without community, like my Christ honored community at Belmont that, you know, like I almost took for granted of like Mm. every single day having someone, you know, talk about Jesus to me is just so life giving. And so being away from that for four months it kind of does something to a person and talking about the loneliness and the social media. Like I found myself in a lot of that because I was alone and, you know, I did the best I could with what I had. I like was, you know, part of Bible studies in New York and all the things, but I didn't have, you know, the people that I could rub up against that really knew me. Um, and so coming out of New York city, I just wrestled with a lot of fear. Um, so like, I'd be like driving my car and I'd be like, I don't know like if I'm going to be able to get to my next session. It was like really, really dramatic, wow. like panic attacks, like just like really hard things. And I think ultimately that was a lot of New York city. The pace of life is very, very fast and upbeat and there, I'm not driving a car and I had to constantly like be on my phone to know where I was going and just like, just fearful of like being alone and like there's just there was so many more fears that I encountered there than I ever had to in my whole life because wow. I always lived at college you know in our little Belmont bubble and yeah. everything was taking care of me and I could go to the little cafeteria you know yeah <laughs> anyway all that to say I found myself in a lot of fear so like I literally would be scared to drive scared to like be home alone at night um just like things that didn't used to make me scared hmm. would hmm. and I'd never wrestled with anxiety and yeah, I just, you know, found myself pummeling into that kind of depression and like anxious place. Um, and it does make you, you know, question like, well, have I had that home my whole life? Like, have I always been scared? And I just like, haven't, you know, seen that in my life until these circumstances came up. Cause that could be the answer. Like I, and honestly to tell you today, like, I don't know why yeah. I've wrestled with a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but I do know that like this past month has given me a lot of understanding and, you know, clarity and how to take care of myself and my body and how to honor God and all of the large range of emotions that I have now discovered that I wow. have. And mm. so I don't know if I'll always wrestle with anxiety. I don't know if, you know, I have, and it's been, you know, guarded by circumstances, but Oh, that's to say you asked me, like, how has God been working in that? Yeah. Honestly, it's just been raising my dependence on him. Like, mm. I've never been scared to drive a car. So I just am like, Lord, can you just drive with me? Because I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like not to. And honestly, too, I've been discovering that mm. God's not a feeling um, because a lot of my life I thought that, you know, well, if you don't feel God, you know, I met the Lord through lots of like experiential encounters and feeling and kind mm. of Pentecostal kind of um, uh, denomination. And so I, you know, haven't been able to feel God, whether that's because of depression or just the, my circumstances. Mm. Um, but I've learned in that like fear is a feeling. It's a state of being. I don't know. We can wrestle that out. But like yeah. when I feel fear and I don't feel God, like, wrestling that tension and like what does that mean huh i don't know if that's so no that makes so much sense and it just yeah it comes back to god is not a feeling and that is so good and also like the hardest thing to learn the hardest thing to learn and yeah what does it look like when you feel fear and you don't feel god Mm. and you just it's terrifying it's terrifying and it comes that's what like that's what faith is yeah is like the blind leap like i can't see it but i i can't feel it but i know it's there yeah and i trust he's there Mm. even though even though i don't feel he's there i trust he's there that's so good it's yeah like that's what faith is it's it's literally just you just have to decide and like that sounds walk like that's what he says to the guy yeah. who was healed he was like well are you sure i could walk and he's like walk like yeah. walk to the healing pool 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I think because he, he healed him of blindness, but he was like, you have to walk to the water first mm. to then wipe the water off your eyes. So like the man was walking blind for like three miles. Yeah. <laughs> and God had said that he healed him, but like he mm. had to walk. And I think that's a lot of what the Lord has been teaching me of like, sometimes you're just going to have to walk in healing until you see it. And sometimes you're just going to have to walk in walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. And like, yeah, fear is something you can't see too, which is also what's really scary is like, and fear, I think, can have a narrative from the enemy or whatever. Like, and a lot of my fear, just to kind of get real, real and dirty with you, because that's just me. But like, mm-hmm. I would like hear the voice of like the enemy being like, "Well, God's not real." Like this, 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 and you can call that spiritual warfare, but you could also just call it like my brain is just you know wrestling with a lot of ideas, and I, I if, like I wasn't guarded on social media, mm. like I would be, you know, listening to lies and all those things. And I think also part of it was I was in transition season and I think transition seasons make you very vulnerable. Um, but in that, I just say that to say like fear wants to be the only thing you feel like when fear comes, it wants to be the final like word and trusting that like God's hmm. word is the final word. And I have found kind of what you were saying about your podcast and how you've grown deeper in the Lord in my struggle, I feel like I've grown deeper in my knowledge of the word because wow. I would read it and I like, I don't, I mean, I know it's the truth. Like my brain and my Christian brain knows that, mm. but like teaching my like scared brain to know that this is the truth. You don't have to believe it and you don't have to see it right now, but you can mm. wake up and read that every day and you don't have to feel something, but like his word does come to fruition and I can mm. remember, you know, where God has been and where I have seen him in seasons past. Mm. And I may not be able to see or feel him right now, but he is good and he is God. And every day I will keep waking up and seeking him and seeking him the next day and the next day and the next day. And if I ever, if I don't ever feel something again, if I don't ever feel him again, he will still be God. Wow. That's the hardest truth that I've had to come to. (laughs) Wow. It's it's horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Like genuinely, like I wish someone would have told me that when I started following God that he wasn't Mm. feeling because I feel like they would have saved me from so much confusion because. Wow. He's not a feeling like you can feel him. He is God. He created our feelings and Mm. he did create um, himself to sometimes us force us to sometimes feel him. Mm. But when that goes away, like what is left? And honestly, that's just what I learned is like the word of God is what I have to stand on no matter what. So, and that, that just looks really different than the world because the world is, we are in a world that follows our feelings. Yeah. And, Oh, if you feel this way, do this like what do you feel like oh then that's what you should do and not i say that all the time oh like what do you feel like that's what you should do but that just like goes to show the nature of how entrenched it is in our culture and like we just we were just not called to live that way you know and it's like but what does it look like to still honor those feelings and hold those feelings and be like okay i'm feeling these things for a reason Mm -hmm. and i can trust god with my feelings and I can hold them with him but I can't just forget about him and then use my feelings to like guide me that's not like God wants to hold my feelings with me and then we look Mm. and then I look at him and ask him like what do I do I don't look at my feelings Wow, you know that's so good okay that I'm sorry to make this such a long tangent but we're going through Daniel at ethos um, my church in Nashville and just what you were saying of like it's not like the world because Daniel when he before he went to the lion's den all the culture was like your god's gonna leave you like or actually the culture said you know don't bow down to your god bow down to I think it was Nebuchadnezzar forgive me if I'm wrong um and then what he did was the exact opposite is he went up to his house and he prayed morning, noon, and night. And then, um, he eventually went into the lion's den and they were like, well, where's your God now? Like all these things. And so he trusted and not in a feeling he trusted in the word of God. And what did they have? They had four books of the Bible that back then, like when Daniel was alive, I don't even know if they had the Torah. Yeah. Like who knows, but he's trusted in the name of God. And when the lions, the, after three days, um, when Daniel's um, in the den, whatever, and blah, 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 he comes out. <laughs> um, the guy comes back and he's like, your God has like saved you. And now they all believe because um, Daniel believed and he um, yeah. 
I just say all that to say is like you trusting God when you can't see him is like encouraging to other people as Mm. well. And so, and that's what I found with to tie the whole thing together with social media is like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't see him, but I'm going to start talking about it even more. And like, because I know there's another girl who feels the same way and no one talks about things. No one told me. So I'm going to start telling people that like, you don't have to feel God. He's still there, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I just say all that to say because Daniel's testimony is freaking Mm. huge. And Mm. like, it also like mirrors the picture of the gospel because he was in there for three days and blah, 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 like just of Jesus. But it's just so good that like, whenever you're going through something, someone else is too. And, Mm. you know, fear again, wants to be the final, have the final say and just challenging that and saying like i'm not the only one that struggles with this and how can we talk about this collectively and like yeah share the gospel yeah and it. i think it's because like we wait to have it all figured out until we talk until we want to talk about it yep and it's like oh i love to trash that down i'm like no let's sit in the middle together well yeah no one ever does yeah and like and even with my podcast too like i'm the first i do not want this to be like a teaching podcast like i do not feel like i can sit here and like preach like that's just not like I'm not I don't have I don't feel like I have the authority to do that but what I can do is I can come on here and I can share my story yeah I can share how God is working in my life yeah I can talk about things like that have things worked that, for you things that have worked for you i can talk yeah. about spiritual realities and what I know mm-hmm. about the bible with my friends and like yeah God uses that I don't have to sit here and like wait until I can fully explain to you like how the New Testament, like the storyline of the whole New Testament, like even you talking about Daniel, like we don't like I can't I couldn't even tell you if it's Nebuchadnezzar, like if they had the Torah when he was in like, unfortunately, God doesn't care. Well, we know or not. Yeah. God doesn't care. And also like I want to know, Mm -hmm. you know, like and I and I hope that I will get there Mm -hmm. because this is my history. I'm wow. a Christian, and so this is my history, and Come I want on. to know it. So good. Um, you better say it. But but it's hard, and, like, it's okay if we don't know it right now. Yeah. And God doesn't need us to know it right now. Yeah. And all all he needs is our willingness to share our story, like yeah. the woman at the well, mm. and just run down into the town and being like, look what he's doing. Look what he did. Yeah. And that's so good. That yeah, that's all he needs. Our like, willingness. Amen. Mic amen. drop. Mic drop. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm literally <laughs> speechless. That's so good. It's so good. Well, are you ready for the last question? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this I'm has scared. gone by so fast. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how long has it been? Um, 47 minutes. Oh wow, we're doing great. We're doing so good. We're just chatting away. Chatting away. This has been a very chatty podcast. Chatty. Like usually, I'm like two podcasters can really chat. <laughs> two podcasters can really chat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, last question. So, yeah, the whole premise of my podcast, Psalm 139. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of like what we were talking about. Like literally, what I was just talking about is, we can say all these things, and at the end of the day, like, I most of them I don't have like hard and fast answers for. And I think there's a lot of things about faith where we just like don't ever fully know. Um, so yeah, what's, what's something about your faith about God can either be what you're wrestling through right now or something that is just like bigger picture in your life. Something that's too wonderful for you. Mm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say the, the feeling thing, and I only say that because I like came to know the Lord through worship. Like I was a worship leader and worship sometimes can be in the evangelical church can be a feeling kind of like Mm. we say the bridge like 4 million times and like. If you don't walk away from worship having a feeling, then, oh, huh. was I worshiping him right? Like that whole mm. spiral that's just bogus. Um, but I do feel like the Lord's teaching me that this summer. Um, because honestly, like just plain old, like I literally like love to share the Bible. Like I haven't felt God this summer. Um, probably, I think I've probably felt him once. And that for me as someone who really, I mean, I'm out four on the Instagram too. So I'm a big feeler anyway. And like, 
it's a big part of my story. Like I feel God, like when I was alone, when I had no friends, like Jesus was my best friend. Like that's my whole story. And so it has felt like my best friend has left me and you know, that's not true. Um, even though it feels like it's true. And so, yeah, I think it's just, it's too wonderful for me to attain the knowledge that feelings like don't change who God is. And that's really hard for me to understand because Mm. I am a feeler and I connect with God through feelings and, and with people. And I see the world, like I see the world in color, like feelings are like so exciting to me. Like I'm, I'm a creator, like I'm a musical theater artist. Like I love to, you know, act like that's yeah. literally what I do yeah. for a living. And so like it's you're in the feelings, like to act, you have to take on the feelings of whoever you're acting. So literally. you're constantly like living the life of feelings. Literally. And so when that <laughs> goes away and you're like this big Jesus follower and like, I'm just like, wait, what? like, where did you go? And he's like, I'm still here, but I'm just showing you a different side of my face. And it's wow. been terrifying. It's been Uh, and I will say just like blatantly, like it's disgusting. Like I don't like it, but like, like I was saying, like he's too wonderful for like, he's a mystery. He is God. Like, and I think sometimes in that evangelical theology, it can sometimes be when, cause when you feel him, then you feel like you've understood him. Like sometimes Hmm. that can maybe be confused. Maybe that's just me, but like just the idea too, that he is too wonderful. Like I will never you understand are, you him will never, yeah. ever, ever, yeah. not even there. Will, like every single day I will learn something new about him. And that's mm. why he's too wonderful. Like it's, yeah. he's too good. He's too great. He's too God. <laughs> too. Amen. <laughs> that's so good. Wow. Emma, thank you so much for doing this with me i love you audrey thank you for having me of course this has been so fun you are a joy um if you're finishing this episode up right now and you have time or just cue it whenever you're like listening to podcasts next cue emma's because you'll be able to just go right over (laughs) i'm we're about to record emma's episode and i'll be on it so if you're like i love this dynamic i love this duo and i just want to keep listening you can i love it. the hod pod having one day with emma tashera i'll tag it too okay thank you for listening whoever's still listening and like i always say remember that jesus loves you and that there are no such thing as coincidences Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family, the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at It's Too Wonderful Pod.